everybody, you listen to 108.5. Rockasaurus Rex in the morning with Bebop and Rocksteady. Hey, Rocksteady. Hey, Bebop. Happy Monday. Hey, Monday to you. What do we got up for listening? Oh, we got this hot new jam from Mad City Bob. Oh, I like the name. Let's check it out. Cool. the dust. joining us everybody listen to lost unlocked with chris and brian i am brian and i'm joined by the tri-state uh, county thumb wrestling champion chris yes tri-county thumb wrestling i don't know i really was <laughs> ill prepared for that i'm joined by a man who's allergic to purple kool-aid chris <laughs> you've got a million of them i'm a little bit sleeve. country he's a little bit rock and roll chris <laughs> Okay, that's enough. Uh, i got to save some for next week. <laughs> Please. Thanks for listening or uh, tuning in. In case you're... you're wondering what in the world we're podcasting about. Well, Lost. We unlock Lost. Oh, finally. Yes, we unlock Lost. That is what we do. We do. That is what we do. Okay. Trademark. Patent pending. Name of our show? Lost and Locked. You can find it? <laughs> you can find it on the internet. Uh, check out our blog. The address is www.lostandlocked.blogspot.com. There you will find our archives, old shows. Join our forum, lostandlocked.proboards.com. Fun time there. Our chat box, lostandlocked.cbox.ws. Yeah, cbox. Feel free to contact <laughs> the show. Our email address is lostandlocked at gmail.com. Did you say that? I did no, just now I did. Oh, okay. Our voicemail number is seven seven zero three nine three five two six three. Island. E Y E L A N D. Check us out in the Zune Marketplace. The Zune. All you Zune owners out there, we're also in the iTunes Music Store. The iPad. Where you can actually leave a podcast review if you so choose to. Yeah. Uh, what else? Follow me on the Twitter. Lost, not lost a lot. Uh, Twitter.com slash geekychessguy. You can follow Chris on Twitter at. No. Oh, we ran out of time. We'll never, we can't give out your Twitter ID now. Oh, thank goodness. That okay. was close. Close call. Organ Hero. Organ Hero. Come on, join the Twitter. Be Organ Hero. <sighs> Do I need to be on Twitter? There's, will, will it enhance my life? There, there, there's a group on Facebook that... Will my gum taste better? Mm, probably not. Well... No, then no. Is that the deal breaker? Um, you want gum taste enhancement? <laughs> 
just asking what it's going to do for me. You can, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to sound cynical. I, I use it as a marketing tool of sorts to be like, hey, new podcast. Check it out. Yeah? Yeah, so it's fun to market to people. Hmm. Yeah. Does it help line your pockets so you can buy those high energy drinks? No, not yet. <laughs> That's uh, phase two. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, wow, we are talking about nothing a whole lot. Not really. I mean, we went right into contact info, and I kind of just said a quick welcome. That's good. Uh, well, I guess we should be a little bit upfront with this. We're late this week. Yes. For a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, One, I was unavailable. You were unavailable. You had visitors in town. Yes, I did. They go well? Did you, yeah. Uh, take them to the Coca-Cola bottling factory? Yeah. Uh, Atlanta yeah. Aquarium? Yeah. The Apollo Bar? <laughs> oh, speaking of... And Grill? Yeah. Did I mention the the the, the car with the the? Uh, uh, it was a locksmith car, and on the side the company was John's Lock and Key. No, no, I did. Wow, well, yeah. I don't think you told us that. That so, is very exciting. Got Apollo Bar and John's Lock and Key. Did you hang around to see John's Lock and Key owner? No. The John in question. Imagine if he looked like Lock. <laughs> Shaved head. That's all you'd really need. I'd probably jump out in front of him and say, Watch out, someone's gonna hit you somewhere. <laughs> I, don't know. I would I would accuse him of being the smoke monster. <laughs> Ooh. You jerk. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Also, I was in a um in a clothing store where when we went through checkout Yes. There was a young woman there who looked who Egg. looked Oh oh like a like a character on Lost? It, Almost. Can I guess? Exactly. She looked exactly like Kimi. <laughs> Ooh. You know, Leprechaun Sam would appreciate that. What, the Kimi? Yeah, remember Kimi's face was everywhere? Yeah, in yeah. The early days? Oh, those, yeah, those were the days. It's <laughs> a long time ago. She did not look like Kimi. Oh, well, then no deal. I was, I was going to want to meet this lady, but no. I didn't even have to tell her. I said, hey, has anyone told you, you look like... The smoke monster from Lost. And she said... Okay, I'm excited. Claire from Lost? No, oh, that's a bit And I downer. said, no. Emily DeRaven. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, who's that? Yeah, she's like, who's that? That's Claire from Lost. I said, that's Claire. And she said, I get that all the time. Oh, that's weird and unfortunate. I mean, what do you really need to... Unfortunate? What do you need to look like Claire from Lost? Are you saying that she had blonde hair? Blonde hair. Are you saying that she was pregnant? Yes. Are you saying that she had an accent? Yes. Really? Everything. Like an Australian accent. Her accent, her voice, her hair, her... Did you... Did you... (laughs) Uh, did, did you tell her? Did you tell her that her child must not be raised by another? <laughs> uh, I could have said, "Hey, do you, do you know, boy, girl? I bet you it's a boy. Name it, Charlie." <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron. No, Charlie. Mm-hmm. We need okay, to go fine. for an alternate, alternate timeline. Oh, the the third alternate. Yeah. Yeah, the second. Okay, yeah, sure. Because if she doesn't know Charlie, you know, at least raise Charlie. Wow. I, for for her to be that that ahead of you on that, like, oh, yes, I look like Claire from Lost. I wonder how many people each day pester her with that. Like, oh, oh you look, oh, you know, you look like, right? Claire from Lost. Can I have your autograph? Just pretend you're Claire and write the name here. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to like figure out what kind of person it takes to do that. You'd have to one be a uh, be a huge fan of Lost, 
I don't know many people like that in real life. Uh, also, <laughs> you have to be the kind of person that, that's just willing to approach someone like, dude, you look like this famous person, which I don't I don't think I could do. You know what? If, uh, if anyone listening wants to stop by Atlanta and we'll kind of grab a bite to eat, let's run by the store. And, and, I'll, and I'll look at her and have a photo <laughs> opportunity. <Wow. laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, <laughs> get over here. We want a photo shoot with yeah, you. This is a little oh. eerie. All right. Yeah, it's really weird. Anyway, talk about wasting time. That's, a, that's around. Well, I guess the, the point that I was trying to make here is uh, it's going to be a shorter show than usual. More, okay. more streamlined and to the point. Yeah, now that we've gone 10 minutes yeah. with. <laughs> and. We and always say that. Because of this, yeah, usually when we say that, it means it's going to be a two-hour show. So, people, as you're listening to this, you know. You know how long the show is. You know <laughs> that we have failed at keeping it short. But the goal is to make it shorter. Um, we're, we've streamlined a few segments of the show for this week. Yeah. Um, and I was I was not able to include all feedback that was sent in on the show. So, if you emailed us and we do not read it on the show, we apologize. And we will try to fit it in on the next show. Yeah, with that said, though, you're right. We've kind of streamlined this week's uh, episode so that any feedback left over or comments we may want to discuss, we can include on the following week because... Yes? Oh, uh, no no show next week? There will be no show. Yeah, so we'll have some time to fill. Yeah. So maybe we can use some of those spare emails on our hiatus podcast, the one-week break. Yeah. Lost spring break. Now, now you say... Um, that, according to you, Brian, the bulk of our listeners yes. are overseas? I have said that. Yeah. I have seen data that suggests that we have a strong European listenership. And they're usually behind, right? A little bit behind. Yeah, a few days. Well, would you believe that this week break that we get, they don't get? So they'll be ahead of us. No, I don't. I don't believe that. Sounds like something you're making up. I call shenanigans. <laughs> I pulled a shenanigan. Shenanigans. Oh, you're right. I can't fool you. You are unfoolable. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get on to our guess the title segment, shall we? Guess the title. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the segment of the show where we try to guess the week's episode title. Yep. So, Chris, what do you have? What do I have? What are you bringing to the table? This is a tough one. I'm not really sure, but I've got a few down here. Let's see. I've got Everybody Loves Mr. Cluck. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's like a walkabout in your mouth. Did you Her... see the poster in the, in the Mr. Clucks? Yes. Yes. Yes, that was good. It's like a walkabout in your mouth. Yeah, that was really strange. <laughs> Hurley has a cluckety cluck, lucky day. Okay, all right, that's sure, sure. I could see that maybe happening. You see a theme going here? A lot, a lot of cluck, <laughs> clucking. Yes, lucky dude. Cluck. <laughs> Clucky dude. Clucky dude. All right, yeah. All right, I can get behind no, that one. No, no, no. Uh, the entrepreneur. Okay, that's good. That. Yeah, that that uh, seems to follow a formula of lost titles we've had before. We yeah. had uh, the Economist, the Economist in season four. I say the Entrepreneur. Um, date at the beach. Date at the beach. Yeah. Or bye bye Blackrock. All right, bye bye. All right, well, we'll bye bye Birdie. 
These are all very well and good, but what is your final ultimate final title guess? Uh, we already had an Everyone Loves Hugo, didn't we? Everyone Hates Hugo. Everyone Hates Season Hugo. Season 2, okay, episode... Could be Everybody four, Loves Hugo. I guess. Perhaps. Because well, I've spoken several times in the episode. I don't know about several times. His mom said it. it yeah, well... Um, Chang, Dr. Chang. Chang said it, yeah. yeah. It was like one of the first things said. Everyone mm. loves Hugo. Hugo. Wow. Everyone loves donuts, too. <laughs> the entrepreneur I really like because it seems original. So that's your final. And answer. I almost think that's not the title. But I just want to use, kind of like what you said uh, last week, week before. You said you didn't really think it'd be the title, but it just rolled off good. Sounded good. Okay. But it could be everyone loves Hugo. So that's your final answer? That's, or are you my, going with that's my answer for guess the title. Okay. All right. Well, unfortunately, I was spoiled on the title. Wow. Oh, actually, I have a, a, a kind of short, funny story about how that happened. Um, real quick. In in lieu of guess the title, I will tell you how I came across the title. In lieu of? Yeah, L-O-O. In, okay. in lieu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of fun emails this week about how to the, the spelling of lieu versus lieu. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Uh, anyway... <laughs> I finished watching the short-lived NBC drama, I believe, Freaks and Geeks on DVD. Yeah. yeah it was a good show. Canceled before it's time. I enjoyed it. Uh, afterwards, I decided to look up one of the actors to, to see what they've been in since that show, if they've had any work. And I, I scrolled down to the bottom and had this little blurb like, oh, it, he, he has an upcoming role on the season six episode of Lost entitled... Whoa! Yep. Oh, man. So Wikipedia spoiled me. I wasn't even on the official Lost page, but... I'll be. That didn't stop Wikipedia. Not at all. It's a sly fox, that one. Doing what they do best? Sure. Spoiled? That's what they do. With information. That's their thing. (laughs) They like it. It could have been a foiler. They like it. They're big on misinformation. All right, so that said, let's move on to listener guesses. Okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of recurring guests here. Uh, the Lost Sisters say everyone loves Hugo in contrast to the season two episode. Oh, everybody man. hates Hugo. Now they're going to follow up with my title guess. Mr. Bad also says everybody loves Hugo. Whoa. Uh, Guitar Architect says everybody loves Hugo. No. Nelly DJ from SoCal says everybody loves Hugo. Wow. Uh, Talkster from Korea. Now, wait a minute. Before we go on. <laughs> yes? You remember this happening before? Yeah, yeah. It seems vaguely familiar. <laughs> Everyone guessed the title, except for a few people. What What, what, what week was that? What was the title? Lighthouse? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What? I, I am. I can't believe you. You don't remember. <laughs> okay, uh, what was last week's? Uh, last week was Happily Ever After. Okay, and that was not the title that everyone Oh, guessed. The Package. Okay, that's that was a tough is. one. The Package. The Package. Everybody guessed The Package. Yes. Everybody loves The Package. <laughs> All right, so Tuxter from Korea. Oh, it's a combo breaker, Chris. He says he thinks the best title is Treading the Needle. Aww. Uh, because we've got six or, six or so episodes left... It's time for everything to be threaded together or patched up, if you will. Hmm. 
Jimtastic108. Oh, wait. They, they also say everybody loves Hugo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, okay, we have an audio title guess, courtesy of listener Clyde. Okay, let's see what Clyde has to say. Clyde. Hey, Chris and Brian, this is Clyde in Maryland. I uh, just wanted to give uh, guess the title guess. Um, I'm going with Boom Goes the Dynamite. I, it, it's very appropriate with the Eliana and the Black Rock, and it just seemed to fit everything pretty pretty well. And if you haven't seen a little, uh, the guy that does the, he's trying to do a sports center type thing, and his little catchphrase of Boom Goes the Dynamite, it's, it's worth a view if you want to just see a train wreck. Uh, well, enjoy the show. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Thank you, Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. I love I love any title guess that's a tie into a YouTube video, and that one is a classic. Clyde. <laughs> Why do you keep saying Clyde? I like the kind of weirding me out. Clyde. <laughs> just just, just for those. Just for those listening home, full full disclosure, we're going to be transparent on this. Uh, before the call, Chris was fumbling to find the audio file, Whoa. which resulted in Clyde. <laughs> hey, what if that gets edited out? Well, then this will get edited out, too. <laughs> we'll, save it. we'll save it for our blooper show. Okay. Oh, Brian. That weird. Boom goes the dynamite. Excellent title guess. Thank you, Clyde. Yeah. And uh, that's... What's a reference on that? So the you know the YouTube video of the the sportscaster that's doing oh. not so well. Yes. You've seen it. I've seen it. And that's boom goes the dynamite. It's a good one. Uh, All right, next up, Paulo writes in. Paulo. Uh, Paulo has multiple title guesses. The first being "I'm not dead, Jack," which I don't like. That's a bad title guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, let's hope it's true. I'm a little bit biased. Let's hope it's true. Yeah, but 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 the smoke monster, Man in Black is not Locke, so I don't like. I know. I'm not dead, Jack. I'm not we dead, got, Jack. I had this, I, I had this problem with the show, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> I'm sure. Down the rabbit hole. Much better title. Yes, I enjoyed that, Paulo. That is a good one. Not crazy. And last but not least, love is the constant. Love will keep us together. Uh, can't buy me love. <laughs> oh, great! It's the power of love. Love is a verb. Love in an elevator. Ooh. Are just gonna continue doing pop culture songs? Or love makes the songs? world go round. I, I, I came up. Like, I was about to say time in a bottle. I don't know why. It's like it's time in a bottle. No, no. The word love is not in there at all. Yeah, that wouldn't be. What's love got to do with it? Yeah, uh, everything. <laughs> well, well played, Chris. What is love? Hey, hey, hey. Christopher writes in. Yeah. Uh, not you, Chris. No, oh. Chris. His title guess is Trisha Tanaka is alive. Oh, I like that. Yes, it's good. Which is playing off of the season three episode in which Trisha Tanaka is dead. That's nice. Next up, Hurleycules. Or Hurleycules. <laughs> Whichever you like. Uh, they guess the Burnt Rock. Ooh. Bye bye Blackrock. Oh, that's, that's kind of like that. Uh, they also guessed Bizarro Ultimate Universe. <laughs> what? <laughs> that could be the title for almost any of these. True. 
But Hurley said Bizarro Universe in this episode, so... Oh, okay, that's yep. right. Hurley did say that. So, sorry, Hurley, please. And Hurley kills third and final guess. And please note that he may have a bias towards this one because they are in Wisconsin. Everybody likes cheese. Everybody likes cheese. Yes, indeed. <sighs> oh. All right, next up we have an audio. What about guess. those mites on that cheese? Now you got to be careful. You don't want the mite cheese. Oh, the mites, they use mites in the production of cheese. Do they? Yes, I did they not do. know that. Mm. Well, ask the guy from Wisconsin. I'll, I guess <laughs> I'll email Hurleycules later about this. <laughs> anyway, we have a, a what audio? We have an audio guest okay. in the form of a call from Greg, okay. the non-candidate. Greg, the non-candidate. This is Greg, the non-candidate, calling with my title guest for this week. I'm putting all my eggs in one basket, and here is my one guess. A date. I think that's it. My wife and I turned it and looked at each other like, oh, that's it when we heard it. My one and only guess. So we can just score that one right now. Talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, Greg, the non-candidate. <laughs> I like his delivery. I like his confidence. Yeah, so he, sure. Like he, he almost makes me think that if the title is not a date, it should be. <laughs> Whereas I come out with total, you know, confusion and huh? Chaosness. Yeah. They said it, and then we looked at each other, nodded knowingly, because we both it. knew that was the title. <laughs> that was it. Uh, well, I had, I had something similar. Date. At the beach. That's close. Uh, His is more simple and elegant. I know. His works. Mine failed. (laughs) (laughs) Neil Orange Peel writes in with the title guess. Okay. And what is Neil Orange Peel? He says... Say. The arched... The arched... Arts... Arched... Of using dynamite. (laughs) Aha. I see what he did there. Arched. The arched... Of, of ch- see, I'm saying arzed, like two T's. It's like a Z and a T, arzed. Arzed, arzed of using dynamite. Uh, Hugo rocks the boat. All right, that's pretty good, pretty good. I like it. Yeah, these are more comical than what would really be used on the show. <clears throat> I, um, <clears throat> uh, I would like to point you to oh. Some Like It Hoth. Yes. Some Like It Hoth. That was unbelievable. Like, all right, that's... <laughs> I guess that's the title. I kind of weird that they went for that, but all right. Well, it's, it's kind of like the almost urban legend now that uh, Damon Lindelof wanted to call Walkabout Lord of the Files. <laughs> yes, there is some humor there. Then, so okay, Neil Orange Peel. Who knows? You could be right, especially with this next one you guess, which is Fajita Field Trip. Oh, I love Fajita Field Trips. <laughs> I remember back in fourth grade, my teacher, Ms. Billingsley. Uh, Billingsworth? Oh, sorry, sorry. I was about to tell a uh, side tangential story about my youth, but I I don't know. I forgot. I'm I'm Brian. You're Chris. That's your thing. I don't uh, want to step on your toes. No, we do it together. Okay. All right. We share the same memories. I'll, I'll wait until. Oh, that's weird. I'll wait. I'll wait until I have a story worth telling. <laughs> we don't share the same memories. You always make it seem like we are. If we're the same person, you know, yeah. with dual personality. Are you saying that we are the black smoke monster? Yeah, you never know. 
No one's ever seen this up, or, you know. Or are you, are you suggesting that we're just one crazy person doing multiple voices? No one's ever seen us together. Because that's not us. There's another podcast like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the next guest from Neil Orangefield, oh, quickly well, moving uh, along. Oh, we know. I, it's my favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and other life. Oh, another life. Question mark. Another life. And other life. Another. Yeah. And. Uh, second to last one, Jack can't fix squat. <laughs> eh, true, he doesn't have the best record at this point. But he admitted it. True, he did. So he's he's maturing. Is that part of maturity? Admitting your failure, Admitting I guess. What you can't do. Sure. Okay. Uh, and last, hit and run. Hit and run. Why do you have to say that? <coughs> Boo. <laughs> I'll give the crowd, you give the boo. <laughs> that's good, that's good, yeah. So okay. that's like okay. that. Hit and run. Thank you, Neil Orange Peel. thing happened at the end, right? Yeah. Who sounds... else we got? <sighs> we have an audio guest courtesy of old friend of the show, Hurley's Dharma Beer Bud. Okay, what's he got to say? Hey guys, this is uh, Hurley's Dharma Beerbud calling in with an episode title guest on one of my favorite uh, character episodes today, um, or an episode-centric episode of my favorite character, character-centric episode. Anyway, my title guest is The Philanthropist. The Philanthropist. That's all I could come up with. All right, let me go check it out. Bye. All right, pretty rad title guest, Hurley's Dharma Beerbud. Well, that's, you know, very similar to what I was guessing, the entrepreneur. It's along the same lines, yes. Philanthropist is very plausible. Hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> oh. You afraid somebody else might get it right, Chris? Yeah, I don't think he's going to win. You don't want to share the spotlight? <laughs> no, I don't. I want to have a story to tell my grandkids, you know. One time I guessed the title right three months ahead of time. People wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Uh, okay, who else? Uh, Molten Panther, legendary contributor of the show. Yes. Lord of the Sea Box, etc. so forth. Um, he has two title guesses, the first being Everybody Likes Cheese. Whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's a line, uh, line from the episode. The second being Death Cupid. Death hmm. Cupid. Because it seems Desmond either wants people to feel love or die. <laughs> He wants him to feel love. Or die. Or die. One or the other. Why didn't he want Locke to feel love? <sighs> I don't know. I'd... I think we'll get to that later. We will. We'll, okay. have, a, we'll have a conversation on, about that. The end. Mr. Bungle writes in. His title guesses are a bucket of chicken and an exploding Alana. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Humorous. I, I found myself drawn to the humorous title guesses. Is that like sunflower in a six-pack? Sure, yes. Yeah. Bucket of chicken exploding alone. I, I I believe he was the author of that other title guess. Yeah. Said sunflower in a six pack. Hmm? Oh, he also guesses a clucketeer keychain reaction. Whoa. A clucketeer keychain reaction. <laughs> uh, he also thinks it might be the fajita filled trip. Okay. And he uh yet again uh Which is what Hurley said. Yes. Okay. Uh, his other title guess is, if Dr. Brooks doesn't stop people from wandering off, 
he's in danger of lose, losing his patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Patience. Patience. Du- dual meaning. You see what he did there? Uh, I, I see. I like it. Uh, a lot. Uh, and he, he uh, finishes by saying his actual title guest for the week is was decided about 50 seconds in. Everybody loves Hugo. Yeah, that's being the that's the one with the most <clears throat> votes so far. And he does note that if this is correct, and obviously he thinks it is, because that was his guess, do you think that the episode titles of this season have been the most predictable ever? Ah, good question. Not an egg town in sight. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. We haven't really had one that uh, caught us off guard. It, it Maybe with the exception of Abiturno. Abiturno. Like, okay, that was kind of out of left field, but it's fitting. I, I accept that as the title. That wasn't spoken. No, it was not spoken. And those that are spoken and are, well, yeah, these are easily guessable, I think. Yeah, Fairly. I mean, LAX, That's that was also difficult Yeah. in the space. Uh, the Substitute. L- yeah, a little fairly... difficult, but still I simple. Know. I don't know. But, you know. yeah, most of them recon, Dr. Linus. Recon, definitely. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, final title guess of the evening comes courtesy of G's Louise. And they guess The Protector. Mm-hmm. And then Hurley's Hot. Oh. Everybody loves Hugo. Oh. Or or maybe everybody loves Reyes. Ooh. Because that would be closer to Raymond. Everyone loves Ray. Another life. Another life. And connected. Okay. And they have a uh, a guest for the series finale uh, finale. Finidal. <laughs> <laughs> the series finidal. American finidal? <laughs> American finidal. Uh, I'm voting for um Wow. Oh, I'm kind of excited about this. I'm drawing a blank on any American Idol contestant ever. It's very exciting for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, their series finale guess is Lost in Hell. Ooh. Yes. Not Purgatory. Not Purgatory. Although the island is kind of Purgatory, maybe. Ooh, yeah. To some people. We will talk about that <laughs> after we get the reveal of the title, which is... Everybody loves Hugo. Really? Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Chris does it again. <laughs> yes, you've done it again. I stand above the crowd. <laughs> you and only you have no shown the skill had to such guess the title. Foresight to well, <laughs> even see it on the horizon. Well done. I rise above the community and the show. <laughs> Standing. You have booed the listeners. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. No. Good job, though. I think maybe, I, I, maybe that'll be a new segment on the show. Over overly <laughs> criticizing everyone else's title guess. I don't prefer to think that the titles are easier to guess. I prefer to look at it as we're rubbing off on them. Okay, maybe we're all getting better. Although I do feel a bit bad now. Uh, apologies to Paulo for being so critical, so hypercritical of. I'm not dead, Jack. Yeah? I don't know. I feel a little bit bad. In hindsight, 
Okay. I know. I, know, I came off. You're very emotional, Brian. That's very kind of you. Yeah. Although it was a pretty bad title guess. And here I was I dissing bet. the listeners. <laughs> I mean, I could see them using that title guess, but I don't like what that title guess represents. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So sorry, Paulo. All right. Well, uh, I guess it's time to do "Everybody Loves Hugo" in 15 seconds. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oh, well, it's time to recap the show in 15 seconds. Whose week is it, Chris? I, uh, I think it's both it? of ours. I, well, I think I was last week. I think we both do it at the same time. We should try that sometime. <laughs> that would be weird. Let's put you in the right channel, me in the left. Okay, yeah, and then mix them? No, just keep them separate channels so that the listener listening would hear you in the left ear and me in the right ear or something. Yeah, that, would, that would be trippy, yes. That way they could like move part of their headphone and just hear Listen you. To one. Go and back. Wind. Uh, yeah, but then it'd be unlocked in thirty because you could cover fifteen seconds worth, and I could cover a like, different like fifteen seconds like worth. You, well, you do your fifteen seconds. You you talk about the island, and Ooh. then I use my fifteen seconds to talk about the flash sideways. I like this. And then we play them together at the same time as whispers. Yes. <laughs> the, the see the lost in fifteen. I think I know what that is, Chris. Lost in fifteen. It's listeners that tried to unsubscribe, but they couldn't leave. Right? <laughs> I yes. Are That's you nodding? That's what the whispers are. That's what the Lost in Fifteen is. The I think lost... I've solved it. Wow! I think you're right. Oh wow! Okay. Well, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so, who's doing fifteen? That's my turn. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> well, we should do that that uh, dual channel thing next time. I think that would really you know freak a first time listener out. Sure. Like, was, uh, ready, me... go. Well, you know. <laughs> That's our goal. That's what uh, the majority of what we do is meant to alienate first-time <laughs> listeners. And you do a good job of it. Oh, cool. Thank you. All right. Well, Everybody Loves Hugo is about to be recapped in 15 seconds. So if you've got to go to work, don't hit pause on your MP3 player yet. Listen to this, then press pause. And then come back while we unlock it. Oddly specific instructions, but (laughs) sure, yes. Here we go, Brian. Ready, set. On the island, Alana goes boom. Michael's ghost tells Hurley to destroy the Black Rock. Mocklock throws Dez down a whale. The candidates are reunited. In the X-verse, Desmond hits Locke with a car. (laughs) You made sure to get that in. He hits him with a car. It's okay. Dude. It's okay, Brian. That is more messed up than putting a gun to his head and pulling the trigger. I, I'm sorry I ever got you into watching the show. And your hero, Locke. <laughs> I did not. Has become the ultimate. The ultimate fall guy. Yeah, fall guy. I did not ask for the episode that I was given, but I was given it nonetheless. <laughs> Let's hope better days are yet to come. <laughs> No. I don't know, because I, I think a war is coming. I think no. Locke's form is going to suffer some more. Eh. It's it's tough, Brian. It's tough, you know, in this economy. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, wartime economy or something. Sure, yes. <laughs> Watching this happen. Our, our current economic situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see Locke get beat up. You just want to go out and enjoy a nice meal, you know, away from the TV. <laughs> but you can't. Because your pocket's hurting. Because <laughs> I'm stuck paying the cable bill <laughs> to watch Lost. You're right. Oh. That is my burden. 
let's unlock this. Okay. You know, and talk some more about... The Lost Predictions. Oh, wow. It's time for Lost Predictions? <laughs> I <we> predict... <laughs> that. This is what happened when Chris uh, isn't totally prepared at the soundboard. Uh, what are you predicting? I predict that we're about to unlock Lost. I was going to say that. Let's do it. All right, time to unlock. Everybody loves Hugo. That's right. I suppose I'll cover the flash sideways. Okay. And you can do the island. All right. So we open up at an award ceremony in which Hurley is winning Man of the Year. And there's a short video shown about his greatness and how kind he is. And everybody loves Hugo. That was hilarious. It was. Yeah, sure. It was hilarious. I liked it. And uh, presenting the award was none other than Dr. Pierre Chang. Yes, who doesn't age. He ages very well, let's say. Okay. Because he does look the same as he did in the 70s. Um, so he you know, he gets the award. Uh, after Afterwards, he's leaving with his mother. And the award is a glass T-Rex? Yes. <laughs> and as he's leaving with his mom, uh, she says, oh... What? Oh, the glass award could have been... Uh, a representation of Smoke Monster. It's a dinosaur. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's Regis Philbin's uh, <laughs> long-running theory. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. Beat Regis thinks <laughs> it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I think I showed you that video. But the people on the island guessed it in season one. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, an upset giraffe or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, anyway, he, he's like, "Yo, mom." Next week, I'm getting an award from the Human Fund, which is a Seinfeld reference. Oh, really? The Human Fund. Money for people. <laughs> and she says, oh, everybody loves Hugo. Except, except the ladies. The ladies. He's like, oh, Mom, come on. You're embarrassing me. Come on. Stop it, Mom. She's like, no, no. Seriously. I set you up. Uh, your grandpa Tito, who is apparently alive in this timeline, uh, set you up with uh, his friend Rosalita. She actually said that. Uh, so I... I thought it was out of place for her to talk about Grandpa Tito being alive, but... Really? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I mean if she, when, she, when she specifically said, in this timeline he's alive, but, you know, in the old one he was dead. She says, in this timeline? No. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. I'm going to say, you're I'm confusing sorry. me. Was I confusing you? Man. I was going for a joke there, but it was a bit of a stretch, <laughs> and it just kind of derailed the podcast. <laughs> Valiant effort. So anyway, then we flash to the island where... Hurley? Yes. Is that Libby's grave? Oh, that's emotional. He visits Libby's grave every so often. That seems to have a lot of fresh fescue on it. He he takes care of the grave. Yeah, I wonder if the professor is going to make a lawnmower out of bamboo. (laughs) The professor could make everything out of bamboo on Gilligan's Island. Oh, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Or coconuts. Yeah. Coconut radio. Yeah. Yeah. He built bamboo the Harlem antenna. He built the Harlem Globetrotters out of coconuts. That one time. No. Those are robots. Oh, they're robots. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, he's at the grave. It is sad. But uh, we suddenly see Michael. Michael Emerson. Ben? No. Walt's dad. Oh, 
Michael. And was he Black Smoke? No. No, he's himself. Okay. He is the dead Michael. Now we know. We don't have to guess anymore. Isn't this nice? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's kind of like, okay, we know he's like, dead. Oh, here's a dead person, and it's obviously not the smoke monster. And he can't move on. Yeah, and that's what the whispers are. <laughs> and he says, I'm here to stop you from getting everyone killed. Like, dude, I wouldn't get everyone killed. Everybody loves me. Now, and then we go to Lost. What was Hurley going to do to get everyone killed? Uh, well, you know, he told... Uh, lead them to the... Uh, Black Rock, Dynamite, the whole thing. Lead them to the Hydra Island to destroy Ajira 316. So this is like Michael is referring to yet a third timeline. No, no I don't yes? think so. He's, look, he's talking. Not, I'm here to stop you from possibly... You know, cha- by chance, everyone could get Maybe. killed. Maybe. There's, there, there's a possibility. <laughs> I have an inkling. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he says, I'm here to stop you from getting everyone killed. Does that sound like he's pretty sure of himself? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And if he's dead, you can't lie. <laughs> Hurley trusts him, says he trusts dead people more than live people. He does say that. So, I'm going with Hurley. Okay, all right. And um, then you, you've you got written down here, Brian, Lost. Oh, yeah. I guess the title. The title. You know, when it comes flying at you. Lost. Oh, you haven't done many sound effects. I like that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Again, I'm stepping on your toes. <laughs> I, I apologize. I guess I'll do sound effects and tell anecdotes from my childhood, and you can do whatever I'm here for. Oh, yes. I like that. I'll be the Brian. You'll be the Chris. What? <laughs> Indubitably. What? What? <laughs> I don't say that. All right, Chris. Well, you just use big words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Michael says, <laughs> people are going to die. See here, he's sure about it again. And it's going to be your fault. <laughs> if, you're, if you're actually going to read word for word what I wrote here, that's going to be very exciting later on. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Yeah, people are going to die, and it's going to be your fault. So again, yeah, he's he, he insists. Like, if you you cannot avoid this. He's pretty sure. So, Brian, you were second-guessing what I said up here. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, he's just trying to get his point across. You think there's a third timeline? No. No. Okay, he's just saying, <laughs> as, as a, like, um... Absolutely not. ...an analogy. If you do this, then that. Sure. Or a matter of consequence. Absolutely. Okay. Then a flash sideways. Oh, yes. On the flash sideways, we see Hurley sitting alone at a restaurant waiting for his blind date. I like this this uh, storyline here. Yes. The flash sideways. And uh, he is approached by Libby. Rosalita. Uh, Rosalibby. Oh. <laughs> Just meaning Rosalita. Uh, j- uh, side note here. When we heard the name Rosalita, yeah. uh, you turned to me and said, oh, you think Rosalita is short for Lib- Like Libby is short for Rosalita? Yeah. Like, what? Why, why would Libby be short for Rosalita? Well, you know, we, it's we know, lost. We know her name's Elizabeth. Libby's short for Elizabeth. Well, what about Lita? <laughs> well, then her name would just be Lita. <laughs> Could be some strange language influx. No, maybe. Okay. You know, translation does that to names. Are you saying it's lost in translation? Uh, take, for instance... Um, 
Uh, yeah, it could be lost in translation. But take take my name. You know how to pronounce my name in Spanish? Libby? <laughs> I said take my name. What's, get, what's my name, I thought, Chris? I thought Libby was short for Christopher. <laughs> okay, my name is Cristobal. Cristobal? Sounds like crystal ball, doesn't it? <laughs> sure. Yeah, Cristobal. I guess. I guess I know no Spanish. See? And and George? When you speak Spanish to me, it's like Jorge? it's like you're speaking Japanese. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I thought Rosalita was Libby. <laughs> oh, I was close. You were close, because she does show up, and Hurley thinks that she's Rosalita. Hey, hey, hey. He's like, oh, you're Rosalita. I, I, you don't really look like a Rosalita, but, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not... He says, you look too good for me. I'm, he does say that. He's very, uh, yes. Uh, she's like, oh, no, I'm not meeting you. I, I saw you from across the room. And, uh, she tells him that, that she feels like they're connected in a, in a way. Yeah, on an extra DVD set where you follow the lines and the pictures. Oh, yeah, season two Yeah, bonus feature. That was cool. That's all right. But uh, she says that, oh, I, I feel like we have this connection, this this weird thing, like I know you, and that's when... Dr. Brooks, who... Mel? No, not Mel Brooks. <laughs> Dr. Brooks, who was in the, the uh, Dave season two episode. Yes. So the same doctor. It was nice to get him back. Uh, he, he he walks up and says, oh, hey, how you doing here, Libby? Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry she's bothering you. And he takes her away. And how her, cruel. Yes. And Hurley, uh, Hurley follows them outside and sees them leaving on a, on a van that says, Santa Rosa Mental Institute. So now he knows. Way to go, Doc. Ruined a good moment. Great, Scott. <laughs> and then, back on the island... Uh, Alana explodes. Yep. She's just angry. She's tossing around dynamite. Well, she's just exploding with anger. Oh, okay. I said she, did I say she was tossing dynamite? No, you did not. You just <laughs> said she explodes. <laughs> she, she pulls an arst. Now... Did this shock you? Yeah, absolutely. It almost came out of nowhere, but I was second-guessing just a little earlier, a few seconds earlier, when we saw, who was it, Hurley or Richard looking into the bag of oh, dynamite? Man, they, looked, they looked pretty rough. Yeah, when Richard looked in the bag uh, containing the dynamite, yes, it looked just as... Uh, terrible. It looked like it was just as in bad condition as the dynamite when the good Doc R was carrying it. It was sweating. Yeah, sweating it nitroglycerin. Glis- nitroglycerin. It was glistening. Oh, it looked just... pretty rough. Apparently, years have passed. At this point, they've already used all the really stable sticks of dynamite. But when I saw it was in that condition, we know that people are not just going to haul it around like they did. So I made an assumption right there. I thought, oh, Richard, number one, knows he can't kill himself, so he can handle the dynamite however he wants. And maybe he knew Alana would not die. Or whoever... Maybe he thought that. Yeah, as, uh, I don't know if he, he knew that or knew... You know, you have this future thing. Some people know things. Some don't. Uh, there's fate, destiny... I just thought, well, they have a task that is to be done. It's blessed by Jacob, wasn't it? Yeah. And they even talked about that in the episode. So if it's blessed by Jacob, um, 
I thought, well, then nothing can go wrong. It's what they were supposed to do. That's what they were called to do. So a few seconds later, when Alana sets the dynamite down and she explodes, it just, I gasped. It, it definitely was surprising. Like, whoa. It, it did feel a little bit like, okay, all right, we're going back to, to this old bag of tricks, <laughs> having a character suddenly explode. But it, it, was, it was just as effective as it was the first time. For me. Yeah. And do you think we got enough of Alana to really... <sighs> it feels like she had so much unfinished business. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up in a sort of flashback or flash sideways. Or to Dead Hurley? Or to Dead Hurley, maybe. She I'm, has unfinished business? I wouldn't be surprised if she showed up again in some capacity, but as far as her time on the island, I, I feel like we had enough Alana. She she came with a purpose, she fulfilled that purpose, and now she's gone. Now, in hindsight, Jacob had this purpose for her that she had supposedly worked all her life for. Yes. It's a bit cold, right? Yeah, Making, it seems making Jacob like seem more and more like the bad guy. Yeah. He knows that she's going to come there and die. And not even complete the task that she was part of. Oh. Anyway, that was just kind of unsettling to me. Yep. When I saw her blow up, all those things went through my mind. But she, she's gone, so they can't, they can't bury her remains. They could, you know, piece, pieces and parts. <laughs> At least Hurley didn't use the line. Dude, dude, you, you got some Alana on you. Yeah. Doesn't really roll off the tongue like <laughs> arsed, arsed. And then after commercial, uh, or not commercial yet, we see at Mocklock's camp. Yes, Mucklock Camp. That Saeed returns with the package. Yes. Being being Desmond. Mr. Hume. Yes. All right. So Desmond has willingly gone with Saeed. No questions asked. We talked about this last week, thinking that Desmond but had he, a plan. But he was also tied to a tree. Like. Yeah, we didn't see that till Woodmore came out, did we? Oh, we did at this point. Uh, okay. Sa- Saeed took Mocklock into the jungle and Desmond was tied to a tree. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I, I have nowhere to run to, brother. That part. Yep. And then... Um, oh, then we hit a commercial. And then when we come back, uh, following Alana's death, uh, I guess we'll refer to this group as Team Jacob. Okay. If, team if Mocklock yeah. and Jacob. Uh, they decide, like, okay, you know what? We're going to go to the Black Rock, and we will get more dynamite. That just seems like a wise choice at this point. <laughs> we need more of this stuff. <laughs> and risk our lives again. It's a bit odd. Who's next? And then we flash sideways to... Mr. Cluckety. Mr. Cluckety? Yeah. Uh, Hurley? Hurley. Mr. Ray's entering a Mr. Cluck's dining establishment. <laughs> And he, he he walks up to the clerk and says, uh, "Give me a give me a, a bucket, family size, eight piece, whatnot." Did you notice the guy serving him? Oh, yeah. was Neil Orange Peel? No, no, it wasn't Neil Orange Peel. It was the guy that played Neil from. Yeah, no. The canceled TV the... drama Freaks and Geeks. I, and, I just like to say Neil Orange Peel, and he's the only reason I knew the title beforehand. But oh. it was good to see him in the episode. He's like, oh, Mr. Reyes, it's an honor. Oh, certainly I'll get you that bucket of chicken, sir. And I, I actually, I, th- I thought about this a little bit. Well, do you think it was kind of odd that he instantly recognized the owner of the chain? 
I did it first. But then I realized Hurley's picture was all over the place in there. Okay, yeah. And it would it would kind of be like kind of like equal to if you worked at a KFC and the colonel walked in. <laughs> boy, boy, now I say, give me give me a eight piece drum. Not Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> what I thought I thought Foghorn Leghorn was based on Colonel Sanders. Oh really? No, probably not. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Or if you're part of any uh, well established uh, business. You go through training where you are told who the owner and okay. who the board are. Okay. Who are the executives so that you can recognize them. Okay, there's that. And also Hurley's pictures. Posters all over everywhere. The place. It's like a walkabout <laughs> in your mouth. Uh, so Hurley sits down. He's enjoying his bucket o chicken. And he's approached by Desmond Hume, who's being quite creepy. <laughs> oh, brother, you are my flame brother. That's some good chicken, brother. So what you got going on in your life, brother? Finger licking good. Like, oh, this chick, I think I think I met this chick. I think I'm in love, but she's crazy or something. Like, what if she's not, brother? You should follow that up. What kind of stranger just sits down and starts talking about your love life? Desmond it's... is a weird guy. He is. And you could, you could tell Hurley's put off by it. Like, I, I guess you can sit there. I I don't know. At first he is. But, but uh, Desmond does push him to pursue Libby. Yeah. Like, what, what if she's not crazy? Hmm. Now, 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 boy, I say, you, you <laughs> no, should call no. this Libby up. <laughs> please, please. Like, every every character will now be Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> On the island. <laughs> On the island. What happens now, Chris? Desmond thinks that Mock Locke, you know, after he gets untied from the tree, uh, he does not know that Fake Locke uh, is the... Is the real black smoke monster? <laughs> he he. Uh, Desmond thinks that Mocklock is the real McCoy. Oh yeah, he thinks that he's actually Lock John Locke. Is Locke? Yes. Yes. And he doesn't know he's black smoke. And bad Locke, block. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> no, block is okay. <laughs> block. Uh, Flock then tells Saeed to leave. <laughs> yeah, he does. And I thought. That clock was gonna tell. <laughs> you like my I new name? I don't even know what clock is. <laughs> Sock or slock, <laughs> if you will. Uh, well, we have bad lock, fake lock, eye lock, eye lock, imitation is that, lock. Is that that new Apple product? Yeah, imitation lock. The eye lock. Eye lock. <laughs> I, I like eye lock. The eye lock will revolutionize the way you do nothing. <laughs> It's like a really big paperweight. But it makes a sound of a receipt machine in a taxi cab. Yes. It's an odd choice, but we felt very passionate <laughs> that it needs to make that sound. Absolutely. Ilock asks Saeed to leave, and I thought that he was going to open up and be honest to Desmond about, hey, I'm Black Smoke. I, uh, yeah, I'm the Black Smoke thing. Did you really think that might happen? That, no, I actually had this... Uh, even worse feeling in which I thought he was sending Saeed off so he could uh, physically harm Desmond in some way. Ooh. Kill him, maybe? <laughs> yeah. My instincts were right. They were right. Well, they go for a walk, and they start talking. In the meantime, we see the Team Jacob still heading to the Black Rock, and Hurley just comes barreling out of the ship. Yeah. 
Run, dude, dude. <laughs> run, run. What did you think was going to happen right then? We all saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. We do. Black Rock blowing up. Huge explosion. Boom. Reminiscent of the uh, explosion in the pilot. Hmm. I don't know. Just one specific explosion. Never mind. Wish I didn't bring it up. Bye-bye, Black Rock. Yes. Oh, it's, that was actually uh, kind of a sad moment. It's like, that, well, that's it. This was this iconic piece of, uh, of geography for the show on the island, and now it's gone. No more uh, Black Rock. No, don't say that, though. Time travel? Alternate Black Rock? It'll come back and talk to Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because it can't move on. That's right. Oh, okay, well, I do look forward to that. <laughs> Can you imagine Black Rock? Hurley! Is that how the Black Rock sounds? I don't know. Have you? <laughs> I, I, I would assume that the Black Rock would actually sound like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> no. Maybe it sounds like this. Oh, man. The, Creaky board. The, sounds more like an elderly woman that has smoked for 40 years. <laughs> Please. Okay. All right. That's cool. So what happens next after the commercial is that we go back to the sideways world. That's right. Hurley is at Santa Rosa Mental Institute. And he is talking to Dr. Brooks. He wants to see Libby. And Dr. Brooks is like, whoa, hey, man, I don't know if that's really a good idea. She's having Loony. having these problems with her perception of reality. I don't think it would be that good for her. And then Hurley, he's uh, he's big banking right here. He's got the, the wad of cash in his wallet. <laughs> Everyone likes him. He, he throws a few Gs on the table. Wow. Yep. Bribes bribes the doctor, the good doctor. Like, yeah, that, that rec room looked kind of <laughs> kind of gnarly. What do you think you do with the 100 Gs? <laughs> Which is nothing to him, I guess. Yeah, Dr. Brooks. He, uh, <laughs> he was being he, persuaded. You could see his face. He made an offer that he could not refuse. <laughs> yes. No no integrity, though. It's like, uh, it does seem kind of dangerous <laughs> for my patient, but we could buy a pinball table. <laughs> Foosball. That'd be kind of rad. <laughs> so he bribes him. He does, and he's successful. And uh, so Hurley's waiting for Libby, and she's brought to the rec room, which we've seen a few times in multiple Hurley episodes. Yeah, and I was looking around to see if anything looked familiar. You're looking for Leonard? Yes. I wanted the numbers. Come on, Lenny! Oh, but they, you know, that never happened in the Sideways universe because the island is underwater. So he never picked up that transmission. And never recited Never went crazy. Never went crazy? He might have been crazy, he just didn't recite the numbers. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Because, you know... History course corrects. In some ways, yes. Some ways. So, uh, yeah, so he's sitting down with Libby, and she tells him that a few days ago she saw him on TV, and when when she did, she had this flood of memories and events that that never really happened. Uh, she that that was kind of like her her uh, intro into the island verse. Yeah, that was cool. How are these people just remembering this? I don't know. Something's going really wrong. I think it means that they changed something in the Matrix. Ah, deja vu. Deja vu, yes. So, um, But she's trying to explain this to Hurley, and so do you get a feel for, we all know that now that's why she's in the mental institution. At least in the sideways universe. In the sideways. We still don't really know about the original. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out before all said and done. That would be good. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't spoil anything. I'd like to get that answer. Yeah, I mean, it, w- it was never really a high priority for me that oh, we have to find out why she was in the mental institute. I, but it, bringing her back in the sideways universe, it made me realize, like, okay, I really do want to know that. That is something I'm curious about. Yeah. 
Especially since this reason here can't be the same reason. No. In the other universe. Or is it? Ooh. I had this vision of an island underwater. No. <laughs> Leaked no, through prob- both ways. Probably not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Hurley... He feels for her. He He's does, warming up to her. But, you know, he, he thinks that... She says, oh, you think I'm crazy? He's like, no, not, not completely crazy. That's... <laughs> everybody has a thing. And then he asks her out on a date. Yeah, but she kind of called him on it. Like, oh, you're asking me on a date? He tried to ask her out on a date without actually asking her on a date. Yeah. Like, can you, can you get out of this place? Like a day pass? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We could we could do some hang out. Just be bros. She's like, what? Like a date? Like, yeah. Like a date. A date. And she says, oh, absolutely, yes. I would love to do that. Yeah. Excellent. And back on the island... We see the bad lock. <laughs> and Odez, brother, they're walking. Brother Hume. In the forest. And we see the reoccurrence of a young lad who looks like he's grown a bit. Yes. The boy. The boy. Although, I mean, he has Walt, uh, Walt syndrome. He's Ch- what? Child actor that just grows at a rapid rate. <laughs> boy. What, are, what? are you doing your foghorn leghorn now? No, no. Uh, I, t- I, t- I tell you what. That's you. Sorry. Um, who Who's the boy? Yeah, that is the question, right? Who is the boy? Who? Some could call that our question of the week. Lostinluck.gmail.com <laughs> Who's his daddy? I don't know if that's going to be relevant. But, who's your daddy? Uh, <laughs> Do you think it's Jacob? Is no, that pretty much. I don't an, think it's Jacob. Well, I was getting kind of a, I don't know, maybe young Sawyer, young Locke. I got kind of a Locke vibe off of him, maybe. It's got to be Jacob. It's, it's Mock Locke being being tormented by the the child version of the actual Locke. That's weird. You think Locke is a kid growing up on the island? Kid lock? A third? I believe we have had this conversation before. <laughs> kid it does, lock. It comes back around. Yes, it does. Three locks? I can't. Three no. locks and a baby. Can't take that. What if uh, they all die? <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's yeah, got, what if they do? <laughs> I think most people, if you were to take a poll, might agree it's... No one else other than Jacob? Mm, I don't know. I think people that might answer a question of the week, awesome, <laughs> might have some fun alternatives I'm sure to that line of thought. I know they're creative. Maybe it's someone from the Man in Black's past, before he was on the island? Maybe Smokey's brother? Ye sure. Hmm. Maybe. I don't but know. It was, it was good to see him again. But he's he's... Changed. He doesn't have his blonde hair. It seemed look like got a little darker. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's taller, a little bit different. But you could tell it's the same kid. Okay, yeah. And again, Man in Black is saying, you know, pay no attention to the boy. Pay no attention to the man behind, behind the, the curtain. curtain. <laughs> Don't look at him. Why? Why is he not want people to pay attention to him? I, <laughs> oh. it, it's the writers writing this to get you to really. Acknowledge, hey, look, there's a boy there. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, okay, we see there's a boy. We know you're not telling us anything until the last couple episodes. So, after this boy 
is, is I guess he walks away or they move on. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Mocklock, like no, j- j- man, just ignore him. He <laughs> he does this. I don't know. <laughs> he just shows and, up. And the, the boy, the boy smiles and runs away. Like, I was surprised. Like he Desmond. knows he's getting under his skin. Yeah, I was surprised Desmond saw him. Who's that brother, brother? Because well, Sawyer saw him as well. Sawyer did, but weren't there some people who didn't see him? Richard, at one point, Mocklock and Richard were together, and Richard did not notice him or see him. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't there. He wasn't there. Maybe he ran off before Richard saw him. There's like a perception field around him in which... (laughs) Which depth does not go through. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, Desmond saw and asked, you know, who's that? And he's just playing it off, just ignore him. So it was a rather strange dialogue. Boy smiles and runs away like a creepy horror show. (laughs) Yes, like a creepy horror show. (laughs) But uh, Richard is gathering a party. To go to the barracks to get explosives. Yeah, that's kind of a weird bit of dialogue. It's like, oh man, Ben, do you think we have some grenades or something at the barracks? It's like, you know what? I know I do. Let's do this. So they still want to blow up the plane. Despite Hurley getting getting rid of all the dynamite. And Hurley is saying that they have to go talk to Jock. (laughs) No. I'm putting my foot down on Jock. No. (laughs) Uh, how about knock? Maybe not lock. Okay, not lock. Not lock like K N O T. Yeah, not lock. Yeah, Matlock. <laughs> fake. Well, we already got flock for fake lock. I was gonna say faux lock. Okay. Sounds weird. Faux lock. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, it's gonna sound weird. But uh, Hurley said, "I gotta stop this." Hurley says they uh, need to go talk to Lock. That Jacob. Said so. Do you remember, Brian, we were watching the episode? Yeah, Hurley's an awful liar. And I made a comment when he said that. He said they had to go see Jacob. You called him on it. I did. It, it, it's obvious when Hurley lies. He gets real shifty-eyed. He, you know he's... He looks to the left, Not telling the, the right. truth, yeah. Richard also doesn't believe him and asks him to ask Jacob what the island is. It's like... All right, Hurley. Jacob's right there. Ask him right now. What is the island? He told me one time, this is a test. <laughs> what is the island? I got really excited about that originally. Like, oh, man, what's the island? And then uh, then Richard said, he told me a time ago. And then I then I kind of put two and two together. Like, oh, a base just referring to the wine bottle analogy. That yeah. The island is a cork, cork. and it holds back the evil. But it would have still been nice to get a... If Hurley just like a reiteration just like, of this, like just busted that out, like he says the island's a cork. I don't know what that means. It's... Yeah, that would have validated Jacob was there. <laughs> and then Richard squints his eyes a bit. No, no, I'm still not. You could have guessed. I still don't believe you. <laughs> no. Ask ask Jacob what my birthday is. Only Jacob knows. <laughs> but Hurley, of course, is lying. So Jacob's not there. So Hurley plays through and acts like he's asking Jacob. But. Hurley says, "He, you know, what, what would you do if you were caught in that instance? How would you lie? It's like, oh, what do I say? What do I do? He says, you have nothing to prove. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I don't, you, you don't have to believe me if you don't want to. Yeah, he just said, Jacob says, ah, whatever, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Richard's not going for that answer. So, Ben and Miles join, uh, join Richard. Richard. For the journey. The journey to the barracks. And then on the other side, now we've got 
Which which is Team Jacob? You think Richard now or Hurley? Well, um, I guess Richard because all the candidates regroup with Mocklock. Mocklock, uh, M O C K E. That's an, an important distinction to Mocky. make. Nah, yeah, Mocky Locky. <laughs> Mocky Locky. Like, uh, that's, like, that's like that fish I like, like the grilled mo- Mocky Locky. Yeah. That's pretty good. I blacken Mocky Locky. I like to have it glazed. Uh... <laughs> oh, sorry, continue. Uh, Jack, son, Frank, and go with Hurley. Yes. So After a break? Lines are drawn yet again. Yep. Coming back from a break. Um, oh. They're trekking through the jungle. And Hurley asks Jack, how do you break the ice with a smoke monster? That's a good question. That's a good line. And uh, he admits that he did not see Jacob. That he just wanted people to listen to him. Jack says that he knows. He he knew. And that he thinks that he's on the island to, to let go. He has to just sit back, listen to other people, not take that leadership role. Jack noticed Hurley was lying, too. So Hurley, not a good liar. Nope. I think everyone knew. Um, And so he says, I think I'm supposed to let go. So just sit back, do what others tell me to. And that's when they hear the whispers. So this is this. um, We see this. This isn't like a groundbreaking news bulletin about Jack. We've slowly seen him turn. Yeah, that's his arc. So this kind of almost apexes. He's saying here in a few sentences what his life has really turned around to be on the island. And so Jack has almost fulfilled his storyline? Yeah, we're getting close. A little close. scary? We're getting close. You think he may go bye-bye? <laughs> I, don't, I, I can almost guarantee that he won't before the finale. Okay. And the finale... You spoiled? No, I haven't been spoiled. Yeah. Although that would be like a shocking lost moment. Kill Jack in the first half of the finale. Yeah. And just see where we can go from there. But he does admit, hey, I'm j- I'm, I've am always wanted to fix things and I tell others what to do. This time, I'm supposed to do what others tell me. I'm just along for the ride. Even if they're unsure and they lie. <laughs> Even if they're awful, awful liars. <laughs> but everyone loves you, Hugo. But then they hear the whispers. Yes. And Hurley says, wait, I think I know what these things are. <laughs> Did you ever see the answer to this coming in this manner? No, I, I, you know what? Uh, I've, I've, I've heard from some people that were like, oh, I can't believe they would just do this. The delivery was weak. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Those people have other problems to deal with. I thought this was awesome. <laughs> like just Hurley just to, to the bust out like, you know what? I think I know what the whispers are. And then, like, walk in the jungle, and Michael's over there. It's like, hey, Michael, the whispers. Is it people that died but can't move on? And Michael says, yes, that's what the whispers are. It's like, I, th- I, th- I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I liked it. I think I liked it more than I should have. Because I, 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 I didn't really want an answer for the whispers. I'm notorious for being kind of anti-answer. Yeah. I think the journey... You know, the journey is greater than the destination. Okay. So, uh, I, 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 I even said, like, before the season five finale, I don't think we need to see Jacob ever. He doesn't need to be a person. He can be a goldfish. I don't know. Hmm. But that said, I, I enjoyed this, this scene in which Hurley confirms that, <laughs> that the island is purgatory. Ooh, yeah, they can't all, move on. All these years, 
Wow. All these years of denial, the <laughs> island is purgatory. It is purgatory. Confirmed. Uh, well, are they being punished, though? Do they have to atone? Maybe they have to atone for something in some way. Sure. Do they have to do Maybe that's deeds? what Michael's doing right here. He's, he's trying to atone. Yeah, but they can never move on. So it's like they're stuck there forever. It's more like a hell. It depends on what the end game is. Maybe when all said and done, they, they will be able to move on. Hmm. So, <laughs> purgatory. Brian? I was how many, right. How many times have you said Just that? let it be known. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> Jokingly, but... So now, uh, looking back at all the whispers, we've seen some transcripts of them. I don't know how much we've talked about those transcripts. We've talked about it uh, a bit here and there. But I know, I'm sure that most people that watch the show anyway have known what some of the whispers have said. Yep. And it's obvious that they were comments about what was currently going on on the island. Yes. Like they were being viewed. Yep. So, yeah, there was people talking about them. I, I liked, I, I just liked the the, the, the the solid concrete answer. They could have gone like really weird outside of the show and been like, the whispers, we are the whispers, the audience. <laughs> we're commenting on the show as it's happening. Ooh. And we're part of the, sh- we're like part of the DNA of the show, man. You see what I'm saying? So. That would be like, Freaky but cool. Whoa. I like that. All right, let's settle down now. <laughs> back, back on Earth. But um, I got questions. Okay, go ahead. I have answers. So. 42. Why can't. When the whispers happen. Yes. You always hear a lot of them. Oh, they travel in groups. It's scary can't, and Can't they be alone? <laughs> Maybe. Can't, like, Michael be on one side of the island and whatever dead person existed before over there? Sure, why not? But no, they're always together, conferring with one another. Maybe they're not Maybe they're not all together. I don't know. And can Hurley see all of these people whispering? Is he the only one? I think, they can, I think that they can choose to appear to Hurley. That seems to be how it works. Okay. I buy it. I'm <laughs> glad you buy it. So whispers answered. Yep. Mark it off the checklist. And then um, after finding out what the whispers are, uh, Hurley asked Michael to point him to Mocklock's camp. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's just right over there at that fire. Right, right over there. Like, oh, okay. Thank you, Michael. And as he's walking off, Hurley says, no, Michael says to Hurley, hey, if you ever do talk to Libby again, tell her I'm very sorry. <laughs> Did that seem genuine? Yeah. It might have been genuine, but not heartfelt. It was. It felt genuine. It yeah. didn't seem I like li- he was really I sorry. liked it. It was almost like Saeed. I liked it. Saeed saying, you know, I feel like I have no feelings. I don't feel anything. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. It looks like I'm Michael is, is the same. He doesn't feel anything. He's, just, he's saying it as a matter of courteousness. Just tell Libby I'm sorry. He's not crying. He's not sad. It was an accident. I didn't mean to shoot her. Ana Lucia. I just want him. My boy! Ana Lucia, I don't know. It's I, I, That was intentional. I hope I don't run into her during the Whisper convention, because that would be awkward. <laughs> uh, ooh. Anna might not move on? Yeah, she might be part of the Whispers. She could. Libby might be part of the Whispers. Mr. Uh, Echo, I don't know. Hmm. Anything's possible. So, from here we flash sideways. Yes. Uh, to Hurley and Libby. Hippie. And 
Hippie? Hibby. Hibby. Sorry. Of oh, course, yeah, Hibby. That's the shipper name. Uh, they're setting up their picnic on the beach. They're finally going to have it. Finally. People have been wanting this scene. Have they? Oh, they wanted the scene to happen. <laughs> okay. They wanted it to occur. Yes. We didn't necessarily have to see it, but as long as it occurred. So they're setting up the beach, and they share a heartfelt speech in which she's like, oh, you know, I'm crazy. Why why did you ask me out? She's like, I, he's like, I don't know. I, I like you. What about you? I mean, why why would you why would you go out with me? She says, oh, because I like you. They, I like you. I like you. <laughs> then they kiss, and that's when the floodgates open up, and all the memories of the island verse rush to Hurley. And now he sees it, too. And yes. That so, was cool to see that. Yes. So now now she knows that she is not crazy. And then we pan off in the distance. And from his car, <laughs> we see creepy Desmond watching. They kiss, and then he smiles and drives off. <laughs> Desmond is, is weird. Where's his list that he checks off? Because he's got the rest of the passengers to go visit. And be creepy. In yes. creepy style. <laughs> we, we see one more before it's over. Yeah. Anyway, back on the island, okay. what's going on? I'm curious. Oh, well, we see that uh, Mock Lock and Desmond arrive at the well. A well. It's a well, but I like to call it the well. Okay. Because it's the entrance. It's it's where real Lock took it, a dive. Maybe it's... An entrance. Yeah, an entrance. Because at uh, current day, like the the well that Locke went down to get to the frozen donkey wheel no longer exists. The orchid station is there now. Okay. So this is a different well and um Oh okay. Mock Lock even said that there there there's more than one well on the island. Oh I missed that. Yes. Wow. So must have taken a long time to dig them all. Or maybe just that one. Yes, by hand. Weird. But yeah, they arrive at a well then. Um, that's similar to the one used at the Orchid. It's very old, which I guess all of them are. I'm not sure what he means by very old, because when we heard that Richard was very old... Yeah. Well, like about, old. about 200 years. But I thought he almost. would be older than that. You thought he'd be like a thousand years old. I mean, when you say old, you think, oh man, he's getting near 90 and 100. That's old. Very old. You say, man, he's pretty old. But now, like, very I, old, especially I, on TV, science fiction... <clears throat> I care to guess that the well is much older than Richard, for what it's worth. Sure. Richard's like 150 years old? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. Maybe the well was dug by Egyptians? Maybe. Maybe <laughs> Egyptians were on the island at a point, perhaps. Uh, they were a, a failed civilization. It was so old that people dug it by hand. Yes. Uh, probably with rocks. Caveman. No, with their fingers. Fingers. <laughs> they were looking for answers. Now, did you get that? It, it's like, was he using an example for like a compass? Like yeah. when you walk over here and the compass goes crazy, they wanted to know what was underneath the ground that made it go crazy? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. I thought that was an odd leap in logic. Because the first thing I would do is look up. Like, what's in the sky? <laughs> like, well, obviously I can't see anything in the sky. We have to dig a well now. I see. Are, are, do you think he's referring to the fact that they are at some pole? 
Magnetic pole? Yeah, some pocket of energy. Yeah. Like north or south pole the, for the globe? Thus the polar bear? Mm, no. No? No. Well, the polar bears are brought to the island by Dharma. And by the magnetic force. <laughs> okay. No. Um, Mocklock says that uh, Widmore is not interested in the answers. He just wants power. I'm not buying it. You think Widmore? I, I'm with Witty. Well, Widmore is a very influential man, which means he knows very well how to use power. Sure. To what end, we don't know. But he notices when he's talking to Desmond, Desmond is pretty sure of himself, has shown no fear at all. Not even batted an eyelash. And Fake Lock asks him, why isn't he afraid? Desmond's got a good answer. If why aren't you afraid was Q of the W? (laughs) (laughs) That should be bonus Q of the W. (laughs) Why aren't you afraid? Desmond says, what's the point in being afraid, brother? Did he call Mocklock brother? I think he did. Maybe. Had a point. Oh, where would I run to, brother? Well, Mocklock did not like that answer. No, no, apparently not. He likes to be feared. I guess so. That's where his power is derived from. Yeah, he talked about using fear as a motivator, like with Claire. Yeah. Yeah. And with others. So, immediately, boom, Des gets tossed down the well. Another another shocking moment. Serves him right? What? What is this line in the notes? It says serves him right. Jerk. Who, Desmond or Fake Lock? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember writing that, but... <laughs> I mean, one could argue, depending on how you view the timelines, what order they're unfolding. Are they oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I understand now. Okay. Yeah, Desmond could be a jerk in some ways. Maybe. But, I, man, I really felt... At that time, we didn't know what was about to transpire. True. Yeah, I felt... I briefly felt really bad for Desmond. <laughs> for about five minutes, I just felt awful. <laughs> I felt really bad for him. Like our hero, the weapon that Widmore brought. But I think that that's probably the place Desmond needs to be. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's there's a tunnel to the donkey well. Yes. Down there. Donkey well. Donkey wheel. Very well put. Another that's another well. The Very donkey well, well put. <laughs> donkey well. I, I think after he was thrown down the well, yeah, there should have been a pause and you hear the thud. <laughs> and then at, afterwards you hear Desmond yell, Brother? I'm still not afraid of you. Mock <laughs> yeah. uh, just shakes his fist in anger. Ah! Or he turns black smoke and then goes down the well. He could have went and checked after him. <laughs> Maybe. You know? And and transformed down there into Jack's dad. Form of. Wow, I like that sound effect, Brian. Jack's dad. <laughs> Okay, well, Mock Lock returns to camp. Oh, yeah, does he? What happens then? And we see Hurley arrive. Ooh, everybody loves Hurley. So the big face-off is starting. Oh. When is this war? It's not really a face-off, though. It, it, it turns out to be more of a merger between two parties. Yeah, but it's getting closer and closer. I mean, we're, we're seeing the formation come down to the, you know. Yeah, you're right. I guess, I guess it's a merger. I'm not really convinced it is. It's kind of, it feels like a merger. They uh, Hurley negotiates a peaceful uh, coexistence, at least briefly. Yeah, well, uh, they a, just a want to talk. And uh, I'm not sure. 
Well, you got some notes in here, Brian? Yeah, yeah, go go ahead, continue. Oh, let's see. Let, let me read this here. <laughs> it's all capitals. Should I deliver it with as much enthusiasm? No, you don't have to. You can just read it for, okay. for what it is. I cannot express how upsetting this is. Oh! <laughs> Jack and Mocklock share an intense look. Hello, Jack, Fakelock says. Music swells. Are you serious? Did you really think this is an epic moment? I can see the writers now. Yeah, and then they look at each other. The Jack and Locke dynamic has always been one of the strong points of the show. People will eat this up. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jack-Locke relationship was one of the best parts of the show, but you killed half of it. Aww. That's right. As far as we know, Jack and MIB haven't even met before this point. Really? Now that we know of. So why try to play this moment up? <laughs> Brian says it came across as cheap. <laughs> I like that you you, you you distance yourself from this. <laughs> I'm just letting the listeners know. It is my voice they're hearing. <laughs> uh, he thinks it's cheap. <laughs> Forced. Awkward. Ooh, and unearned. Wow. Do you still want to have the writers on the show? Yeah, even more so now than uh, I did before. <laughs> the writers are now trying to have their cake and eat it too. Boo to them? Brian. <laughs> this episode's starting to uh, grate on you, isn't it? No, no, just, just this moment. This is one of the worst moments in the show's six-year run. Okay, explain to me what, what you're, what I just got through reading. It just felt like they were trying to, uh, you know, build on this established relationship between Jack and Locke, the man of science, the man of faith. Uh, they have so much history, you know, between um, Locke leaving the suicide note to Jack. I, I wish you had believed me. Okay. And and now it's like Jack actually sees him. It's like I heard Locke was here, but now here here he is. He's actually alive. Maybe Locke was right, but it's not Locke at all. Why would they? I, it just drives me crazy. But he knows it's not really Locke. Right? He knows it's not Locke, but they they played it up as if it were Jack and Locke. And I could see this going to a really disappointing place for me personally. Hmm. In which it's like, oh yeah, the Jack Locke relationship. It's. It's really the, 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 the crux of what the show is. It all hinges on this relationship, and I could see them trying to play future scenes as if it were Jack and Locke when it is not. So. Yeah, I see that, but do you think that maybe Jack is the an ideology Sure. that Locke embodied early on? Yes. And Jack's carrying the torch now. Absolutely. Uh, and this man in black is on the other side. Is he? Well, is he now? Maybe he is. He I... could be. I'm thinking that uh, early on, Jack would have sided eagerly with man in black. His reasoning, you know, let's no, get off the sure, island. Yes. Jack wanted off the island. Yeah. Man in black wants off the island. True. What about him now? Yeah, no, he, I mean... We, we talked about it earlier. He's really uh, come along as a character. He said this really good arc, and I so, feel like we're at the end of it. I, I don't know. Locke just, was the forerunner. Like I like what they're I like what they're doing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the the meeting between Jack and Man in Black should be 
should be this grand moment in the series in which the, these two iconic figures cl- clash in some way. But I don't know, just the fact that it's actually Terry O'Quinn there and it's Matthew Fox, it just reeks, <laughs> it just reeks of wasted potential. Oh, because it's like what? What if? What if it really were Locke? It might play out different. They would hug each other. Yeah. <laughs> you finally come around, son. <laughs> I don't know. Rant over. We tr- we try not to be overly negative on the show ever. Yeah, I, st- I still really enjoy the show. Oh, we don't even have to try. It's a great episode. Yeah, we we genuinely love the show. Yeah. Uh, I I understand though your frustration I, in some sense, but I also think it's hard if they do have a story, to deliver... See, because this is a different setting. Here we have, you're right, the actor Terry O'Quinn, but it's not Locke. So what purpose that is yet to be accomplished, you know, to fulfill this whole storyline? How does it fit yeah, in? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, will, I will admit, maybe they have something brilliant on the horizon for the finale, which they need it to be Terry O'Quinn. They need it to be the guy that played Locke, so they can bring it back around. But Would you like to see Locke meet Flock? Yeah, sure. That would be good. That would be wild, wouldn't it? Although some would argue that they're kind of merged at, at, at a moment, at this moment, where oh. Mock Locke has all, memories. Of, all the memories from Locke. I don't know. I wonder if, he, if Mock Locke can go to alternate timeline. That would be wild. And see real Locke. Visit him at the hospital. <laughs> Lay his hand on him. Uh-oh. Claim him. <laughs> Maybe not good. That uh, wouldn't be good. Uh, okay. Again, sorry. I just had to. I just had to rant. Um, yeah. I, I originally I typed that. It was, it was a very therapeutic moment just to get that out. <laughs> and, I can imagine and, it would be. And I, I toyed with the idea of like, okay, I'm just going to erase it now. But I decided to keep it in the notes. Wow. Just, it is therapeutic. <laughs> just just because it, it, it so represents what I thought in that moment originally watching the episode. Wow, that's very well stated. Can we send this to the writers? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. So uh, we flash sideways yet again yeah? to creepy Desmond waiting in his car Oh. outside of a school. Yeah? He's, he's watching kids. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> and then that's when uh, Dr. Linus approaches, knocks on the window, and, and he puts the squeeze on him, which I really enjoyed. That was good. Hey, man, what you, I noticed you've been here a while, waiting outside the kids, you know? A little while. You, Four minutes and ten you, seconds. You got, you got a kid that goes here or something? <laughs> this one's like, no, nah, brother, I, I'm looking for schools for my son. Like, really? You're, well, what's your kid's name? It's like, Char- Charlie, brother. So, he Charlie. says Charlie. Do you think he said Charlie because he just had this... Yeah, oh. uh, this encounter with Char- Charlie Pace, and that name was fresh in his mind. Or is this supposed to kind of indicate he that, knows the Flash? Yeah, there, there's some kind of merging of of the two Desmonds' consciousness. Or it could be that, a, he, that um, he has knowledge of his actual son in the other timeline. It could still be a matter of slight course correction, just like with Patchy getting his eye knocked out. So you're suggesting that maybe he actually does have a son named Charlie, except not with Penny. Uh, that's possible. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Uh, there could be a number of different scenarios, but yes, he chose the name Charlie. And uh, he does like, okay, well, thanks, I do appreciate it. I'll I'll get going now. He looks off in the distance, hunting. He sees his prey. Yeah, and the, the, you could tell right there, he didn't have a smile on his face. No, it's very intense. He guns it. Pedal to the metal. <sighs> 
Did you think when he geared up that he was actually going to hit Locke? No, I thought he was going to stop. So did talk I. Talk to him. Yeah. Pick him up. Like kind of say, oh, brother, I'm sorry. I almost hit you. Offer him a hey, ride. have you ever loved anybody? <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight, brother? <laughs> like, oh, man, you're really creepy now. Do you know anyone named Helen, brother? Actually, no, that wouldn't work. Because in order, maybe maybe in order to uh, uh, open Locke's eyes to the other timeline, he'd have to break him apart from Helen and make him experience that devastating loss yet oh. again. Ooh. I'm yeah. just saying, maybe it goes both ways. Hmm. Interesting. But, no, battle of the metal. He <sighs> runs over Locke with Scar. Doesn't look back. Keeps going. Yeah, hits him. Locke flies over the car like a rag oh, doll. It's rough. It's ah. Bodies contorted on the cement. Uh, ben, uh, Dr. Linus runs up. Still got a pulse, though. Helping hand. Like, oh, call 911. Don't move. Then we cut to Lost. Okay. What a shocking twist. After we yeah, cut to Lost, I, I would like to get listeners' feedback yeah. on why Rebel, Rebel. Desmond hit Locke. There, there are a few possibilities. Were there any? Uh, was there any feedback pertaining to this? We do have a, a few, but uh, I can sum it up just like the two main ideas. Okay. Um, either one, he's trying to open his eyes to the other, the island verse by hitting him with a car near death experience because. That's what caused Charlie, Charlie to see it initially, and then Desmond underwater when the car went off in, into the uh, pier, off the pier. Uh, and then there's this other idea that I believe originated uh, from your son. Didn't really originate. Uh, some other people had the same thought, but oh, right. it was his theory. That's what I was wondering. That he was he was seeking retribution for being thrown down the well. Yes, because he's got that memory that, that maybe he's yeah like the, like the two desmonds are kind of bleeding into one another and they share a consciousness so he was seeking revenge yes in the lax verse that seemed to fit for now it does for now we don't know what happens after he gets thrown down the well or if he ever finds out that fake lock is fake yeah but if he does not and this other timeline ensues with no resolution there then that could very well fit. He does not like Locke because Locke threw him down the well. I like the um, new title guess. The Assassination of John Locke. <laughs> it works. You think about it. On two levels, uh, you know, he gets mowed down by a car in yeah. the X-verse. And then in the island timeline, character assassination. Aww. Yeah, that's what it is. Wow. Very good. I don't know. But yeah, what a what a shocking twist. I never saw that coming. I, what? I can't wait to see what happens next. Locke, he's dead again. Ah. Yeah. It's like I feel sorry, like I, I I personally wronged the writers in some way. Brian, I'm really sorry. It's okay. It's all right. I uh Here, I, I hug. Like, I no, I'll pass. It didn't Here, help hug. last time or the time before. So I <laughs> doubt it'll happen happen this time. <laughs> help this time. I would like to thank everyone that wrote in. It seems like every email we received this week either contained, oh, my deepest condolences, I'm so sorry, or uh, people openly mocking me. <laughs> either or, it's fine. Just acknowledging that, that uh, it is kind of ridiculous at this point. It's, wow. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> oh. All right, well, uh, let's. we have a little bit of time left, so let's do a little bit of feedback. Okay, we'll do just a tad. 
right, feedback for Everybody Loves Hugo. Yeah. First email of the day comes courtesy of ICLTN. Okay. And Christopher, what does she have to say? Uh, dear Chris. Oh, she wrote me. That's good. This this email is mostly not for you. Uh, she didn't write me. No, I'm sorry. Uh, she says sorry. Dear Brian. <laughs> 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 My deepest sympathy for what you must be feeling once again. Oh, Brian. See, people... Again, I, I told you it's divided. <laughs> okay. It's either ha-ha-ha, it happened again. <laughs> Sympathetic. My jaw literally fell open when Desmond ran into Lock X, and my first thought after the shock wore off was, Oh, no. Poor Brian. He will be devastated again. That was, yeah, that was actually my first thought as well. Sad like, face. I am devastated. However, ICLTN has a theory that may give you some hope. Oh, that's good. Let's brighten up this podcast. She believes that we will see that Locke X is, in fact, not dead, but will be rushed to the hospital where he will be operated on by none other than Jack Shepard, who, okay. in addition to fixing him from the accident, will also be able to fix... His paralysis. Oh, well, that'd be good, yeah. Making Locke X able to walk again and giving him back the joyous life he had. Hope this cheers you up. Maybe that will be what opens his eyes to the island verse. No. Like, oh, this yes. ability, this sudden ability to walk. Well, that's right, because he walks me, on the island. Reminds me of this time I crashed on an island and was able to walk. Let's say he doesn't get those memories until... He's walking down the aisle with Helen. Okay. You think we'll see that? Will we have a wedding episode? That'd be cool. That, that's, I don't think it'll happen at this point, but that is on my wish list. <laughs> the finale, wedding episode, Locke and Helen. Anthony Cooper's there. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be great. That would be good. She uh, finishes saying, Unfortunately, I found out this week's title, but I had a couple of goofy alternate title guesses. Some of them being Quit Playing Games with My Dynamite. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Crazy Love. That's for Hurley and Libby. It's also a, a Michael Buble song? Buble. Oh, Michael Buble. Okay. Buble? Almost got I'm it so, right. uh, I'm so excited I got to correct you on the pronunciation of something. <laughs> that was awesome. And A Blind Date with Destiny. Ah, I like that one. Blind Date with Destiny. Slash Rosalita. <laughs> yeah, Rosalita is short for Destiny. That was her actual name. Spoiler freely yours, I C L T N. P.S. Chris. Oh, she, she oh, writes uh, me. Uh, comes comes back to you. I feel loved again. I was very sad to hear that your loose shoes were not made of suede. That would have been epic. What? Yeah, you the the uh, story you told last week about your loose shoes. Yeah, they're tennis shoes. What were they made out of? Like a canvas. But if they were made out of suede, that would have been pretty epic. Why? Because then they would have been your loose suede shoes. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Thank you, ICLTN. I'm kicking myself for not using that joke. Ice. At the time. Yeah. Thank you, ICLTN. Next up, we have a phone call from Brian. Then we, I, I shall play Brian. Hey guys, uh, this is uh, Brian here. I just I haven't listened to any guys in a while. I uh, 
but I went back through and listened to all the uh, all the podcasts, and I just caught up. But I wanted to get back on had something from uh, Dr. Linus. You guys were talking about six candidates, and then you weren't sure how you count up the six candidates. There was an episode in the you know Lighthouse that described 108. Jacob said he will get here somehow. That was that is my assumption of being another candidate, which now we see is Desmond. Um, so you know, that's why he's back at the island. That's his greater purpose. And now with, you know, whatever we've seen in this last episode, uh, I'm sure Brian is dying once he saw Desmond smash Block in his uh, wheelchair. But uh, thanks, guys. Great podcast. Had been around for a while, but uh, good to catch up. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, we've addressed the uh, Desmond. Well, I don't know the, the fact that Desmond might be a candidate, and that's who Hurley had to help come to the island. I like that idea. Like, oh, someone's coming to the island. I need you to help them find it. So hmm. maybe it was Desmond. Desi. So Desi Arnez. <laughs> so thank you, Brian. Indeed. Next up, we have an email from Luke from Chicago. Luke says... Luke says, I went to the episode knowing the title, Aww. but if I had to make a guess, I would say that it should be called Desmond Feels Unwell. Aww. <laughs> Funny. Oh, that's good. Uh, and that's basically all I've got. Hilarious, huh? That was a deep joke. Anyway, I, d- anyway, I dug the episode. Ah, that was <laughs> rocky. <laughs> I always loved the Libby Hurley stuff. On a different note... Did huh? Michael Bay guest direct this episode? There were explosions every five minutes. <laughs> Michael Bay directing. And since I'm in a particularly comedic mood, I'll leave you guys with an original joke. Oh, no. Okay, <clears throat> so listen up. So Locke is sitting on the beach one day holding a pot of coffee over a fire. Jack comes up to him and says, John, you can't make coffee here. Locke turns to Jack and replies... Don't tell me what I can't brew. <laughs> oh, that's, that made me laugh. That's good, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, so th- thank you, Luke from Chicago, for making Chris laugh. <laughs> oh, we need more of those. All right. So, Chris, where do we go from here? Is that that uh, it for today? Oh, uh, we got a, what another uh, voice message here? Oh, yeah, we have a voicemail from Greg, the non-candidate. Okay, let's uh, let's hear him. What's the deal with Lost trying to be like Seinfeld? Between the Human Fund and Bizarro, what's the deal? You, Greg, the non-candidate. <laughs> Excellent you. point. Two Seinfeld references in one episode: <laughs> Bizarro World and the Human Fund. Huh. So, uh, I think I think he put it best when he said, "What's the deal with that?" <laughs> I do I do an awful Seinfeld. That's pretty close. What's the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> Seinfeld-esque. Seinfeldian. Very nice. All right. Well, you know, when you said, "Where do we go from here?" I saw the time and realized we've, you know. We haven't gone less than an hour. <laughs> we have hit over an hour. We have? Yeah. So, so does that do it for today? So, or? Yeah, we still do have a lot of feedback. Um, however, with Lost gearing up actually for us tomorrow. 
Yep. Uh, got another episode on the horizon. But then we've got a week's reprieve. So uh, I'm I'm hoping maybe that will allow us uh, a week to catch up on feedback. What do you say? I hope so, yes. Uh, we do have a lot of stuff here. Um, Guitar Architect. Brent in the UK. Let me knock one more out. Brent in the UK says he'll okay. be listening for five or so episodes, but he thinks we're pretty funny. Don't know why. Uh, no, no accounting for taste. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep going down this path of insulting people. Thank you for the compliment, Brett. I might have said Brent. Brett. He didn't insult him. He insulted us. And he had a title guess, uh, a blind revenge. It's a title guess. And then he leaves us with a question. What's it called when you get to a fork in the road from the other direction? Spork. A spork in the road? <laughs> Uh, I suppose hmm. he's suggesting that we are coming up to the fork in the road from the other direction, the, the two leading into one. Yeah, that it feels pretty weird too. You know, it does. It's like it's kind of want, exciting though. It's like you want to continue on the road you're on. You don't want it to merge with another. Brother. Yeah, oh, I hate it when my road merges onto another. Brother, it's a traffic nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So that does it for today. Uh, thank you, everyone who wrote in. Sorry if we didn't get to your email. We'll try to get to it next time. Most definitely, we will. So so thank you for joining us, and we will catch you next time here wow. on Lost. Unlocked. I'm not lost anymore.